hello, hello. Welcome to episode 27 of Mixtaping Identity. I'm your host, Shane. My guest this week is musician Rosie Jones. Yes, thank you so much for joining me for the 27th case of Mixtaping Identity. My guest this week is musician Rosie Jones. Rosie is someone that actually a few people have suggested that I get on the show because one, she's a musician and two, I've been told, very fun, very funny and yeah, can confirm. Um, first of all, the list was an awful lot of fun, a lot of new stuff on there for me, a lot of fun pop, uh, some folk music and a couple of songs that are right up there in terms of new discoveries for me, uh, favourite songs of the, of the show so far, so had an awful lot of fun with it and yeah the conversation was was fantastic as well um she's an awful lot of fun and yeah a lot of a lot of great insight as well in this episode if you're new to the show if this is your first time listening then just let you know the playlists are made available ahead of the podcast we we release those on a monday and then the podcast come out on a thursday if you want to stay on top of it best thing you can do is follow us on instagram at mixtaping identity also on twitter at at mixtaping id but to be honest I'm, i'm more focused on instagram um I find it easier so yeah drop us a follow there and you can stay on top of the the podcast the the playlist all the guests coming up stuff like that i'll be back at the end of the episode but for now we'll get into episode 27 of mixtape and identity with rosie jones so how often do you listen to music at the moment um every day i would say um if it's mm-hmm. if i haven't listened to music it ha- it's been a, a a busy work day or something like that but right. um yeah i try I, generally every day or multiple times a day whether that's okay. in the background or deliberately sitting right. down to have a listen yeah right yeah. and do you tend to go for albums or playlists or is there um it depends if i'm around the house i'll sometimes put a record on on the vinyl player okay. um and then it will be an album or something because i'm not going to be putting mm-hmm. singles on i just don't have any time for that <laughs> um Fair. and then if it's if i'm out and about or if i'm in a different part of the house or something it'll be generally just um uh, you know spotify playlists or things suggested via spotify i guess right. but yeah yeah okay. um i was actually gonna ask that is that do you try to find new music or do you go back to your old familiars i really i really i'm really loyal to my old familiars uh, i think it takes yeah. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's something that i don't really like about the way that i consume music but i think it takes a hell of a lot for something to cut through to to me like I, i'm not very good yeah. at going out and seeking out new stuff um right. yeah yeah i want to be better at it it just I don't know. It's, there's a lot of there's a lot of old stuff. There's so going through this process looking for songs for this was so nice because I, you just go, oh my gosh! Like there is there are so many songs that I've loved that I haven't really mm. looked at for a long time, and then you there's just the saturation of it. I'm not much of a like a, you know, I'd never be able to be one of those like you know radio presenters that we love. Well, in Australia, it's Triple J, love yeah. new music is yeah. their thing. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't have the stamina for that. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great when when something cuts yeah, through it's I know, great yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i know what you mean yeah um 
I and it genuinely it's only been through doing this show that I've been able to cut through my my bubble. Right. Um because and that's one of the big reasons I started doing yeah, it. Yeah, I was wondering um, that. Yeah. Uh so I, like regular listen listeners can can turn off for a little bit because <laughs> I talk about this a lot, but um my most played playlist was my uh 2017 mm-hmm. spotify wrapped mm-hmm. you know those hundred songs mm-hmm. and then i just kept listening to that playlist like 2018 was just the a same refined version and then, <laughs> yeah so um so yeah it's it's it i've been in a bit of a bubble with my music for for a long long time which means that like a lot of these songs even like old songs classic songs are new to me yeah okay so um so yeah and it does it does take a lot and sometimes it takes some of these songs it takes like a good few listens yeah which is another good thing about the show is that i do listen to these songs five or six times before okay. we do the record so i know what i'm talking about so sometimes there will be songs that will take me that many listens to actually enjoy mm-hmm. and then they go into my rotation so mm-hmm. yeah I, I can relate to that but then also just when i'm out and about then i don't want that i want like if i'm in the car i don't want a list of songs yeah. that potentially i'm not going to enjoy or or so something that's it, it is tricky. just like a bit distracting or you know there are certain situations where yeah. i want to pay attention to something if it's if it's new to me whereas you know right. it's yeah, very exactly. easy to have yeah. an old favorite going in the background yeah yes. yeah absolutely yeah um so what was the what was the first music that you bought or owned oh um i think it was aqua aqua's album do you remember Aqua? Lovely, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was obsessed with it. At, I think it would have been oh, primary school, so maybe maybe I might have been 9, 10, 11, kind of. And then I, okay. I lost it, and then I cried a lot, and then, you know, my parents bought me another one. So that says a lot yeah. about my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, and I had a you know I had a little re-listen because one of your questions was the you know the song from your preteen years, and yes. I didn't end up choosing Aqua, but I was listening back, and oh my gosh, apart from the hits, there's there's a lot of it's just an amazing time the '90s. I think in terms of like records, like because CDs were so cheap yeah. to make, like it was this explosion, and 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 people were just making albums, and you're yeah. like, whoa, like I don't know, it's a crazy time. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but the color aqua was very, very appealing to me as a child. It was like, yeah, you. What's your favorite color? Right. My favorite color is aqua. <laughs> it was very cool. Mm. That's a cool answer. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, and what's the what's the best live music that you've you've seen? <sighs> Big question. That's really hard. The best. Um, yeah. There's a couple of songs that I'll, I mean we'll talk about that sort of have a story connected to them that I saw live or I saw the artist live okay. so maybe I'll answer that okay. down the track cause, but I'm not going to be able to tell you the best it's going to be I loved this because of okay. this and I loved this because of this yeah okay. <laughs> alright fair enough little teaser that's yeah. good um, alright so we'll, we'll jump into the list then so song one is a song that you fell in love with straight away mm-hmm. so you've gone for Come See mm-hmm. by Christine and the Queens I have yeah um yeah i i can i know exactly where i was when i heard this and uh, yeah it's so i was at um where madelaide which is a world music festival i think that you know they've got them all over the world but our one that we have is in adelaide in australia and um i was with my family and 
it was it's such a beautiful festival i i love it so much uh, there was a, you know there's a lot of artists that you've, you've never heard before um for me anyway i'd never heard of christine uh we just looked in the program we we're like oh yeah french pop that looks interesting we'll check it out and it was um the sun was setting and it was an outdoor stage and you know big crowd or whatever and i was sort of maybe 100 or so meters back from the stage like just not in the not in the thick of it but mm-hmm. just standing back being like oh yeah we'll check this out and um come see starts and there's this introduction which is just like these percussion sounds and these synth kind of like stings and stuff and um that on coming from the left side of the stage and the right side of the stage it's just all these dancers in uh colored plain colored t-shirts and chinos like run out and one of them pushes one of them on the ground and they're like skid on the ground and they're like having like a dance fight kind of very much west side story kind of style and this is the opening of the set and and then chris comes out and just starts singing in this like red shirt and and you know chinos and like doing and just singing and doing like amazing dancing and it was probably 10 seconds or so into the song i was just like see ya and ran down the front (laughs) and had the most profound musical experience of my life i maybe that's going to answer your question from the start i really it really okay it was it i don't know if i could ever top that feeling of you know seeing someone that i'd never heard any of their songs before and just being completely it changed it changed me as a musician and everything so yeah yeah Yeah. so that come see that's where i was and i i hope it was that song i I can't exactly remember but i i assume it was that one because it's the start of the album and you know yeah it's it would be a good opener right yeah yeah it was it was amazing and there's this the one of my favorite synth lines ever towards the end of the song as well it's like just flying like i just feel like i'm flying when i hear it um it's on Mm. the last it's in the Go and it kind of enters on the last sort of chorus. If anyone wants to go right, and okay. pick it out, but yeah, I, I love it so much. Okay, Excellent. are you a Chris fan? I am now. Um, similar to what we talked about, this is like I, I think um, Twisted is it was her her big one. Tilted. Tilted. Sorry. Don't yeah. Know. No, it's yeah. No. <sighs> uh, <laughs> tilted. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Obviously, not a big fan. Um. Tilted was a big one over here, and yeah, I like I, I liked it, and just not really got into an awful lot. But um, mm. I think this was genuinely this is a song I listened to. That I thought, okay, right, this is this is an artist that I need to listen to a lot more of because there's a lot going on in oh yeah in the music that like there's and I think that's sometimes that's how I listen to music is like just listen to all the different bits and pieces that are going on, and so much of it I find so interesting. And I want, mm-hmm. I want more. <laughs> so, yeah. definitely an artist that I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to a lot more of. Yeah, um, as a producer, like I, I don't know, it, everything that there's so many elements that make Chris music that I just really speaks to me. But like the production, and yeah. I think I'm not, I could be wrong about this, but I, I have a feeling that, you know, as a French artist, you know. Chris sings in English and French and sometimes the English lyrics when you sit down and read them they don't necessarily like they don't make 100% sense to me all the time like the the syntax and stuff is not necessarily how 
maybe a you know native english speaker would speak and i think that right. makes the songwriting better because the like the melody and the rhythmic emphasis on the words isn't tied down to like our way of putting together stringing together sentences so much like yes. so it makes the musicality of it so much more catchy i think i don't yeah. know that's my theory but yeah i think that makes sense um isn't it max miller is the is it the mm. swedish producer yeah um is max miller isn't it yeah 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 the guy does everything or is it max martin max martin max martin max miller is a friend of mine oh okay <laughs> not him <laughs> that's um, why, not him <laughs> um but yeah like i think he's talked about it before when he's um in music production where the lyrics like are completely secondary to what's going on it's mm. about finding a melody and a a rhythm as you say that that works for the song and that is what you find catchy and yeah. the lyrics like don't matter as a result yeah um, and then you can read back the lyrics and be like well that doesn't really make sense but it but when you hear it sung it it does make sense because the feeling works yeah absolutely absolutely so yeah yeah I've, I've never i've never had that experience actually of like completely falling in love with an artist that i've mm. seen like i guess like i've not really been to a proper festival i guess is probably one of the big things there and mm-hmm. you know the vast majority of the time if i'm going to a concert it's to see a, an artist that i really like someone you love yeah yeah definitely or my wife i guess that's what's great to... about a festival yeah yeah or my wife is dragging to me uh, me to a show of someone that i really don't like um <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> such as oh no no uh, you don't no we don't have to go into it yeah, no, uh, yeah i try to try hard to maintain a non-judgmental vibe on, on the yeah. show uh, well that's what's so i was thinking about <laughs> i was thinking about that before i started i was like you know i was like oh well you know i want to i want to you know talk well about these these songs and things and i was like uh, you know it's not like i'm gonna be on here trashing a song because that's not how this podcast is set up it's not like yeah you know how many list all the songs that you think are really bad it's it's nice <laughs> no yeah. one's coming on here to to put any song down it's good if it's gotten to this point it's in your like top of your top list really exactly I mean. yeah and it'd be yeah. difficult for me to get more guests on the show if every time someone came on i was like no that True. song is shit <laughs> christine and the queens can suck shit oh uh, um, well you know <laughs> but yeah like that that um there's a, a couple of people who talked about something similar but that that experience of seeing someone like I've, I've had watched someone live like falls is a really good example where i mm. fell deeper in love with falls watching them live because they have a very different energy and a very different sound live which yeah. i really really connected with and the the sound was just like they, they just sounded so much better and i all really liked them as a band um, yeah, I agree. I saw them when I was, I think I was 17 or 18 and right. at a festival and, uh, you know, thought they were they were okay. And then right. it was so expansive and it was so like all the stuff, was, songs really stretched out and, and yeah. you know, it was, yeah, it was really, really yeah. good live. So I've had yeah. that before, but not actually like see someone live and be like, yes, this is my thing. But yeah, yeah I'm very, I'm very It'll jealous. Happen. <laughs> It'll <laughs> One happen. Day. One day. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh i don't think it is gonna happen because i don't leave the house unless i'm like 80 percent sure that i'm gonna have a great time so oh, okay. don't take risks anymore mm-hmm. 31 let's do it you do you yeah, how <laughs> i'm you. 31 <laughs> don't i'm 31 shame me i'm trying to i'm trying to you... use age as an excuse um 
All right, song two then is a song that took you a while. So you've gone for All My Friends by LCD Sound System. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this song, it actually takes a while as well. Like, it, you know? <laughs> That's true, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and I feel like, you know, this song is a headache, like, until it's not. Yes. Um, did you feel that? Yeah, 100%. It's, yeah. It's tough going, you know, it's, it, that piano part is, it's relentless, it's dissonant, it's mm-hmm. jangly, it's, it, you can feel it in, in that part of the side of your temple where you get headaches, I feel like. Yeah. And then yeah. like, it just, once you relax into it, it's just got so much to give, like. Yeah. 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 So it took me a while. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Mm. My, my wife, um very strongly feels like anxiety with certain songs like Mm -hmm. there'll be certain songs or like certain um like scores in movies and tv shows like work very very well on her she'd be like oh my god i i hate i'm so stressed out um yep so i had this on in the car and she was the same just like (laughs) you have to turn this off like my heart is going like i i can't listen to this and I, i i totally i totally got that yeah it is like as you said it's it's very it's very repetitive as well incredibly which, is, which part of it is like you're like if i hear that ding 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 yeah i'm gonna lose my mind um i think if but, you're in the wrong place to listen to it yeah it's not it's not gonna it's not gonna cut through it's not gonna happen you're gonna skip it like and i definitely yeah. did that a few times i sam my partner really loves lcd sound system and um yeah he's the one who's played this and and it took me a while i was just like but now I've really come around to them because yeah. I think I don't know there's you know you get to the part where there's so much maturity in their lyrics as well you know mm-hmm. like it's they're you know they've been through a career and now they're singing about that uh being an artist and being you know in your 40s or whatever and it's just like I don't yeah. know it just works that piano yeah. part would be so hard to play live yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so hard frantic you would cramp up right oh yeah big time yeah 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 um it also on a a slightly less serious note reminds me of um this this might be niche if you know from uh the uk but um have you did you ever did you watch the london opening ceremonies for the the olympics Mm, i would have but they don't I'm, I'm, I can remember very vividly the Sydney 2000 opening ceremony, <laughs> but okay. I don't remember anything about you your one. The the, 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 no, sorry. Bit weird, was he? Bit weird. <laughs> um, but no, they they had a they, they did a thing where they uh, you know Chariots of Fire. Oh yeah. They played that song with da, an orchestra. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah okay. but there's also that pianos that that note that goes ding 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 ding. Oh, ding, is this ding. the Mr. Bean thing? Yes. Yes, I have exactly seen videos that. of that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what it reminded me of. Is like as a as a pianist playing in that band, you'd be like, you'd be just playing the same thing, but it would you wouldn't be bored. You'd just like sweating. Oh my gosh! To, trying to get through it, like switching yeah. arm if you can. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I I tried listening. I tried to see if it was um, looped uh, in the recording. Um, oh yeah. And I think I'm not sure. I I want to know what other people think, but I think I can hear variants throughout. Right. You know, which doesn't mean parts aren't looped, um, but yeah, I I feel like 
I, you know, I think they did one big live show, I believe. I, I don't remember where it was, but like they came back and did a really big live show. I, I want to, I need to go back and have a look and see what they did live to, with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, okay. yeah. We'll, we'll get to the bottom yeah. of it. We will. <laughs> but do, do you think for, for you, is it, is it that piano part and the bits that you maybe find initially a bit repetitive or a bit jarring? Is that something that you have come to appreciate now? Or do you think when you started to enjoy the song, you were just like, you were used to that? So you're able to enjoy the rest of the stuff. Um, no, I think oh, a bit of both. Like, I think it. I think it's it's just such a brave choice, you know. Yeah, yeah. I love I love brave choices that are off putting, you know. Yeah. And when it works, it's it's kind of magical. Like, yeah. so yeah, I, I oh, you know, you definitely get used to it, and and once once you've heard a song, the familiarity counts for a lot of your enjoyment. I think. Right. Um. That's yeah. why, like, you know, popular artists can release a song that, it, you know, it might not be their, as anywhere near as good as their breakthrough hit, but it's still enjoyable because people know their voice. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think that it counts for a bit. But, yeah, definitely definitely a lot of respect for, for the choices made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. that, that, that uh, concept reminds me of, like, um, I, I apply it to whiskey, but it could be, like, wine, mm-hmm. coffee, anything where... I think whiskey is a good example though because the first sip you take of a new whiskey like especially mm. scotch just mm-hmm. tastes like a bonfire F- it tastes like, like fire heat. in your throat yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're and like then, I always pull a face when I, yeah. my first sip of whiskey it's there's a face that comes in <laughs> yeah and then and then but the more the more you take on the more you start to appreciate like you sort of I don't you cut through that somehow and, mm. and again I don't know if it's that you get used to it or if, if you just like it just doesn't annoy you as much anymore but then yeah. you start to taste the different notes that go alongside it and it tastes like almost sweet um mm. yeah what is that about our brains that like reacts in that way i guess i guess uh, our brains hardwired to react to change in a, like a dramatic way is that like a survival thing maybe possibly i don't know I, maybe I'm all not, you're hearing i, I don't have that answer like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe all you hear initially is like a fire alarm that's what we're hardwired to hear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then once you or just someone that, really abusing the—I don't know if we can swear on this podcast—abusing their it. piano, like abusing the shit out of their piano. Like it's just right. angry, and it's like, yeah. it's like, what are you doing? And yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> just like over the court when you fucking pa- stop. It's that. a panic. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, so song three then is the song for your introduction to music. So you've gone for the other side of the river by the whirling furfies yeah this i took this one very literally because this is my dad singing um wow okay and he wrote yeah <laughs> so it said in, i think it said in your notes like you know from parents or otherwise and yeah. yeah this is this is my dad's band um oh wow and yeah this song in particular is there you know there's two albums that i sort of had to choose stuff from and okay. i went with this one because this is the one that he wrote for me so this is really is my introduction to music very wow. much. Wow. Okay. Very literally, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, when did he write it for you? What was the... Um, I was a... Well, the, the opening line is... Um, once you like it's once you were a little girl um, is one of the lines yes. in, the, in the start. Um, wrapped up in a blanket warm, sheltered from the bitter storm. So, uh, you know, I, he, he, this particular band of his was... Um, around from a few years a year or so 
before I was born until okay. I was about maybe maybe 10, 11-ish. Uh-huh. Um, and then it, they broke up and he, he did other projects. But it, uh, this, yeah, it's so, so deeply... This music is like written on, on you know, the outer wall of my heart. Like, or, you know, it's very, very much the, at the core of what makes me me because I spent uh-huh. my childhood hearing this. Um, right. Yeah, all the time. Okay, wow. Yeah. And do you listen to it a lot now? It's my comfort music. And right. if we have family gatherings and dad does gigs, you know, sometimes I'll sing with him and, and I hear it then as well. But yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. We've not had that before, <laughs> obviously. No. Um, <laughs> wow. I love that. It's it's such a beautiful song. Like it's a it's a it's a really gorgeous song. Oh, that's, and that's nice that's, of you to say. <laughs> that's, that's so nice to have. Yeah, yeah. Wow. The the you know it's um. I don't know if there's so many favorites from the two albums. I don't know if right. um this is my favorite, but it's very sweet and it's very heartfelt and uh yeah it's got gorgeous mandolin in it and um yeah. yeah. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Another another band I have to check out then, but um. I, like I genuinely really really love the song. I, I just assumed it was something that they had listened to. I'd Introduced me to. Yeah. Yeah. But wow. Okay. A new interpretation yeah. of it. I uh, I love it. <laughs> uh, okay. Then song four. Then is a song that makes you happy. So you've gone for everything now by Arctic mm. Fire. Mm. Yeah. I mean, this one just it's in the same way that the, uh, you know the. Um, piano part that we were talking about before just is like panic this is yeah. just like joy like this is just this is so much joy um yeah. i listened to it quite a bit during lockdown um, right to try and just find some serotonin somehow mm. um and it makes me do really daggy dancing this song so <laughs> you know <laughs> really daggy something yeah. about it i don't know <laughs> and it just grows and it gets happier and yeah so this, there was no yeah. question about this one for me. Okay, Arcade mm. Fire, great for that. Like that sort of that building of, uh, of yeah. songs in particular. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love to see them live. Have you ever seen them live? I haven't actually. They're, I think they're playing in Dublin soon. Actually, oh. and yeah, make the trip. Yeah, I'm, I'm very yeah. very tempted. Um, I mm-hmm. haven't listened to them in a while now, but there are a lot of their songs that I'm like, I I think would be like a spiritual experience to see live yeah yeah i wonder how they would do this one like would they have a choir i would want a choir if i ever yeah oh my gosh (laughs) yeah i imagine the tickets would be expensive though because there's a there's a lot of them to split it between (laughs) that's an expensive tour for them to put on yeah exactly yeah 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 20 of them in the band really oh i love that that's are you exaggerating? A little, a little. There, okay, there are a lot of them. So there's, there. so there's like twelve then. Yeah, right? maybe. Yeah, I don't know. That's it's, okay. It's I exaggerate every single time I say a number in my entire life will be an exaggeration. So I know, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean when you say twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean when you say twenty. You mean twelve? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think there's only six of them. Oh, uh, <laughs> but. 
They must have. They must have more <laughs> as like a touring band. They must. Maybe, maybe they all are multi instrumentalists. Maybe. And, you, and they just zip around the stage. Maybe. And you and it looks like there's twelve. <laughs> yeah, they move so fast. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I have a slightly weird relationship with this song because I feel like lyrically, this song is almost like a rebuke. Oh yeah, it's one of those sounds happy but is very cutting. Yeah, yeah. That, it's about. Um, what, are you getting like it's about overconsumption and capitalism vibes? Is that what? Yeah, you're big, time. Yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And that, yeah. um, yeah, and the and the internet in particular. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like I think that that line of oh, my every room in my house is full of shit I couldn't live without. Like, mm-hmm. you, you can't see it all <laughs> on the camera, but I'm looking around, <laughs> thinking. <laughs> all right didn't need to yeah. go so hard arcade fire yeah but point i taken. know it's very funny because i i mean that concept of something that's really emotionally like joyful and like everything's wonderful and stuff but then i love that like i think that's very clever songwriting and very yeah no okay. same definitely yeah but yeah yeah it's like fuck you have fun fuck you but have fun yeah. fuck you <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay i was yeah, yeah I, I can't i can't improve on that so yeah, that's my so. summary yeah <laughs> yeah that's good i like it uh all right then the song that makes you sad song five is uh emily's heart by jamie T. yeah yeah um so this one was hard because i i wanted to do um river by Joni mitchell but you know as we spoke about she, you know, she doesn't have it on spotify um right. go Joni. good good for her but um yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay. I, I started looking back into the songs I loved as a late teenager because I was like, that's when I did my most crying. And okay. that's when I did my most like, you know, just 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 playing a song on repeat and bawling my eyes out kind of thing. I, sure. I don't really do that so much anymore. Um, Good for you. And then I, yeah, <laughs> I'm happy now. Um, <laughs> things are going great. Um, <laughs> and then... Yeah, I was just looking through and there were like a lot of songs, but when I when I came past the Jamie T stuff, uh, you know, I really loved Jamie T when I was late high school and um, I think I still would really love Jamie T now if I had, if I found Jamie T now. Does that make sense? Like I, it's, it's yeah, still absolutely. the test of time for me yeah. and I just, I can't, yeah. I, was Jamie T big in your part of the world when you were growing up? Yes and no. Um, yeah, I think he's he's one of those artists that like he was definitely he got a lot of play on the radio, but really only like a couple of the bigger hits. Yeah, um, okay. Sheila and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, because yeah, it was sort of he, he was getting like um, I guess alternative radio play over here, right? Um, but then felt like he disappeared, you know, mm-hmm. for a while and. Yeah. Um, I was I really thought that he was I think lyrically like like I, when I was younger I used to be like oh he's the next Bob Dylan you know like mm. he and I and I don't know if I still feel like that but um, yeah he's just he's so good mm. yeah and his song's really sad and yeah absolutely um, Jimmy T's probably an artist that I talk a lot on the show about judgment that I have for music and mm. I think Jamie T is one of those artists that 
I didn't really have an awful lot of time for when he was popular mm-hmm. because there was a fair bit of that kind of lyrical content not going around or how I viewed mm-hmm. that lyrical content which is basically like similar to the Arctic Monkeys which is basically like sort of working class storytelling yeah, and it didn't feel that uh, I don't know it didn't feel fresh or, or new to me because I think a lot of other artists were doing it yeah and then I listened to this song and I was like oh I have misjudged because <laughs> lyrically emily's heart is poetry yeah it is a beautiful yeah. song so now i'm gonna have to go back and listen to all james because <laughs> yeah I, I may listen to one or two songs and that's i obviously just wrote them off as a result but yeah but lyrically it's, it's not gorgeous. all like i know what you mean about like there being a bit of saturation but i think you know there's JBT is not doing. There was a lot of like, oh, the lads night out, kind of, oh, yeah, that kind of stuff yeah. around, and and there's so much more in JBT's lyrics. Like there's there's real, the stories feel real, right? And they feel, um, you know, we've got our our national treasure over here, Paul Kelly, mm. um, who tells a story. You know, I'm sure you've had a few Paul Kelly songs in the playlists of the Australians that you've. I had a Christmas maybe? episode, so. Yeah, yes. okay. Um and he, you know, he tells stories that are you know, every every person's story. So, and right. I think JBT's got a lot of that reality in there as well. Yeah. 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 But this was beautifully yeah. told. Mm. I'm a, I'm a little Heartbreaking. obsessed with this song. Yeah, definitely. Oh, well there you go. Um excellent. Sorry for making you sad. That's okay. It's all right. Does yeah. this one make you sad? Um yeah, I think it's I don't, I don't know if it's there, there, there's some songs that I've had on this list that have like I've had no choice in the matter if you know what I mean um mm. like uh oh Sarah by uh Kate Malahike. um was it really I don't good? know I don't oh right okay know. um I'm gonna send it to, it's, to it was on uh yeah Jackie Lumsden's list but it's uh yeah it, it was it was heartbreaking and there's um it was uh Amanda Palmer the ride it was oh, like, yeah. it was heavy. Yeah. Um, so I think this is this is one where I I don't know if it made me sad. I really really appreciated the storytelling, and I mm. I really really enjoyed the song. But I do think it's one that if I if I let my guard down a little, I could mm-hmm. I could feel very very sad listening to the song. Or if I was just mm-hmm. like if I was listening to it and going, <laughs> all right, let's do it. Let's feel sad. I w- I could yeah. definitely sink into it, listen to the song, definitely. There's also like a lot to be said for seeking out sad songs when you're feeling sad. Like they just absolutely. Oh my God, it's like it's the their power is is charged up so much more. Like it, you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. And this this one, it's so delicate and tender and and I don't really understand the whole story either. And I like that about it. Mm. You know, it's 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 kind of va- a bit vague. Yeah. a little bit um yeah. but yeah yeah perfect yeah <laughs> okay song six then is a song to relax to so your song is ruby by ali farcature and tumani diabate yeah um so i i sort of i yeah i just put on this album of theirs um called ali and tumani uh and it just it's like butter on my brain it's you know yes oh <laughs> it's so um 
uh, I don't know. I, 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 I sort of started listening to these two when I was talking to my brother about uh, styles of guitar playing that I really like and mm-hmm. um, really wanting to find more of that West African style of guitar playing that I'd sort of been introduced to, you know, via listening to Graceland growing up. And okay. um, you can hear it also in um, – some vampire weekend stuff as well and then he was like oh you should listen to Ali Fakature and then um and then finding you know the Tamani as well in there playing together is just yeah mm-hmm. it's just gorgeous they're incredible musicians mm. um it just feels so nice <laughs> yeah absolutely mm-hmm. um yeah sorry I'm just I'm still focused on uh butter for my brain is um it's a like melted butter no i know, I know what you mean <laughs> no it's very important <laughs> um yeah that's a that's a that's a really really nice way to put it like we, when we talk about relaxing music we like i constantly use the phrase washing over you it's, it's how i feel listening mm-hmm. to it but like i really like um but on my brain um <laughs> it also reminds me of there's um there's a biffy clyro lyric where they uh they talk about ice cream on an open wound oh which i quite like is as that, well is that supposed to be soothing oh yeah i think that's yeah <laughs> that, yeah it's confusing to me because <laughs> if i had an open wound i don't know i would and someone was like oh here i've got something for you and it was ice cream i'd be like what are you what are you doing <laughs> get away from me i think that's fair <laughs> what's it called I, yeah i don't know <laughs> That's, that's a really good lyric. Yeah, that was making really, me think. I'm gonna exactly. think. I'm gonna have to think about that one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Mm. But yeah. So Ruby is like a, a like a really really chilled vibe. And I, it, the obvious thing to say because that's the the category you've gone for. But yeah, it, it is so nice. And like as soon as, when you said like it's like butter over like I knew exactly what you meant. It's it yeah. is just like <laughs> you just sink into it and it just sort of like yeah it does just sort of like sit there and soothe and melts away yeah 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 definitely so calming and it's so uh i I think i've used the word delicate a few too many times already in our conversation but it the 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 cora rhythmic like the scales and things they're just so like delicate and Mm. you know like oh my gosh precise and like um I don't even you know what I'm trying to think of another metaphor but I don't need to because I, I came up with butter on the brain and that's iconic so yeah that's all yeah. I've got to say on the topic <laughs> yeah. good okay fine we'll move on song seven then is a song from your preteen years so you've gone for buses and trains by a bachelor girl yeah 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 um did you know they were Australian uh no I did not know until recently. And like the first line of this is like, hey, mom. Like it's yeah, mom. It's very <laughs> mom. And it's so, uh, of course, like we didn't realize they're Australian when we were growing up. But yeah, they're, they're Aussie. Yeah. Mm. We won an ARIA award, I think. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, this is like a real favorite uh, in the primary school years. Right. We would sing it. We would get like sing it in a circle. And just the, the chorus has got a real like almost you can, once you get into the groove of it, it can become quite meditative like you can just loop it around and it's yeah yeah it's yeah. fun yeah yeah it's very... did this one come through to you when you were in your preteen years I am, if, I... the, if we were both born the same year 
Yeah, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd heard this song or. It, it felt it felt familiar to me, but I don't know if mm-hmm. that's because I had heard the song or if it just sounds very of its time. Yeah. Um. Cause that... It gives me um a thousand miles vibes. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's also got that sort of like, like early 90s girl group kind of it's something about the harmony choices i think in the in the vocals that is mm-hmm. that felt very very familiar mm-hmm. seems to be the way that they all went it was basically like here's yeah. your melody and here is your scale for the other yep. two or three in the <laughs> band um and that's where you go but yeah yeah, yeah. i can no, see that it's a it it's a fun a song favorite. yeah i i don't think that i as a 10 year old would have realized that it was a metaphor i would have been like i'm pretty sure that i would be like wow she's really she's really been through it you know she's <laughs> walked under a bus she got hit by a train she sunk she sunk out at sea oh my god and and then the the spinner at the end felt so good I want to do it all again. Like what? <laughs> what? Who is this woman? What is going on? I think that you know really intrigued me when I was younger. <laughs> so stupid. A, a literal interpretation of the song would be really. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah does it, it was wild. It seemed radical to me. At does the time. it feel good to be hit by a train? Maybe uh, it's a metaphor it. for falling in love, I believe. <laughs> Yeah, I believe. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it's not. Like... I know it's not obvious, but uh... <laughs> it's not like it's the next line. I've looked into it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enough, which is kind yeah, of the same. Yeah, she literally, she, she <gasps> literally says, it... <laughs> which is kind of the same. Yeah, <laughs> I know, kind of. It's kind of the same. <gasps> uh, oh, what if? What? <laughs> And then my my brain was probably like, oh no, she's just had these accidents and she's also fallen in love. So it's just yeah. a few, like she's had a lot going on this year. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, bless. <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Song eight then is a cover. So you've gone for I'm a Man of Constant Sorrow by the Soggy Bottom. Soggy Bottom Boys. Soggy Bottom Boys. Yeah. Yeah. So that cut off. Um, I just went the Soggy Bottoms. The Soggy Bottoms. Uh <laughs> apologies apologies That's to the, the soggy uh, bottom boys yeah um yeah no this one was hard to choose because i don't really find myself seeking out covers very much mm. um mm-hmm. yeah and often if i like something i might not even realize that it's a cover uh yeah that happens a lot so um yeah this one just i don't know it's just so catchy mm. and i just want to I just want to do all the backing vocals with it when I hear it, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, have have really enjoyed it since since all those years ago when that that movie came out. Um, uh, oh, brother, I'm having a mind blank. Thank you. Yeah, You're yeah. So and then realize it's you know it's an old song with lots of versions, um, mm. but this one's really good. So right, it's so crisp and mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, it's a. I don't, there is something I really like about listening to those that type of music, especially with the, the uh, with mm-hmm. the backing vocals where it's just someone backing up what they've just said. You know the yeah. place where I was born and raised, the place where he was born and raised. 
I know. Like, I love it. I love the little lyrical changes. Yeah. I love the justification of them, you know, because yeah. when you, because when I write backing vocals, you do have to change the lyrics sometimes. And, and it's often like, I don't know. I think about backing vocals all the time because I do all my own backing vocals, but like back in the day, that was not a thing at all. Mm. That's a recent thing that recording artists, I think, like I'm sure it happened, but yeah, it's just kind of accepted now that it'll be the same person doing all those voices but like there's so much scope for a conversation to happen yeah 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 if if it's somebody else you know do you mean like it's a new thing for the artist to do their own backing vocals rather than their I, no vocals? i think i'm not saying it's a oh no gosh not not, not the be backing vocals but i'm just saying like i just when i'm recording i just i just i've never even thought about asking someone to do backing vocals right okay i just okay. because of the way that we record now i mm. can do my 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 bbs are like often i'll have 40 plus layers in a song mm. um of me singing the harmonies and things like that so i i've 40? kind of i've won yeah wow yeah wow. they'll so it stacks like you know there'll be the the high octave and there'll be four of those um panned oh, okay. to each side and then there'll be the you know the low octave and then you'll have the harmony as well and then you might have a bv which is singing a different slightly different thing and yeah. there's a lot it's a lot of layers wow okay. um and that's very different approach to like get a band in a recording studio and right. you know run the song and record all the parts together so yeah. i think yeah it sort of changes the way that you approach uh backing vocals really or the way that you write the lyrics for them as well right okay yeah 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 because with this song with the soggy bottom boys one like i even have the when i hear the you know the place where he was born and raised come in i i can see them leaning into the microphone like obviously we've seen the movie and that's what happens but it's yeah. a visual like yeah, it's yeah, different yeah. to like i think with my music and with a lot of modern music it's the backing vocals just become part of the soundscape around around your head right, rather okay, than yeah. a person a person yes yeah i know what you mean yeah, yeah. Okay. But there's always scope for both. Like that's that's a fun thing that yeah. I should probably play play with in the future. I think. Yeah. Alrighty. Song nine then is a song that you would sing at karaoke. So you've gone mm -hmm. for Blondie, Call Me. I have. I have. Yeah. And I have sung this at karaoke, and it, I'm. It's good. I'd do it justice. I think. <laughs> good. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I I need to go out to karaoke more. So if anyone wants to invite me out. Um, I can be one of those annoying singers who does a good job, which isn't what anyone's there for. Mm. Um, just ruins it for everyone, really. But uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, we have not great karaoke options here in Melbourne, in right. my opinion. So okay. yeah, we need. I need to go. I need to travel and then maybe karaoke somewhere else because we have like private rooms here mm. and then one really disgusting dive bar karaoke like it's disgusting okay it's and that's pretty much it in my from what i understand right. and once we were at this disgusting dive bar karaoke place and the way that you do it is like you buy a drink and you get a ticket to write your song on and so that's how they get you to buy drinks up oh, fair enough but yep. there's this one guy who was clearly a regular and he for, he would just do these really big ballads and for some reason he managed to get like five in a row pulled out of the thing so it was just him <laughs> doing these i don't know like 
like I can't think of what they would have been, but they were like very Andre Ria, like very you know, right. real cheese yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, and then he had a friend, and when <laughs> and when this guy did his big ballads, his friend would put on tap shoes and tap around the tables. Okay. <laughs> I know. I know. And wow, this would just go on and on, and we're just like, I just. I just want to sing Call Me by Blondie, but no. <laughs> so that's, yeah. Someone take me out to a really good karaoke venue, please. Okay. Yeah. Someone take me out to the karaoke party you've just described, because that sounds incredible. <laughs> it's so disgusting. Like, oh my God. And the, the stage is like right where you go, the toilets are as well. So it ah. just stinks. And like, it's mm. it's awful. Shout okay. out to that place, if yeah. you're listening. <laughs> I don't really There's know. a level of, um, of uh, just forethought isn't there into bringing tap shoes to karaoke bar yeah i think they were regulars right okay. um that, that that was the vibe i was getting but wow. i mean i've never seen anything like it ever again it was wow it's brilliant yeah <laughs> <laughs> excellent um yeah i mean i know what you mean about the the ballad thing like i the i just i find that very boring to be honest but i mm. It was a karaoke once and there was a guy who did Evanescence's Wake Me Up Inside <laughs> but in a in an operatic kind of style. <laughs> and it Wake was Wake Me Up Inside. Yes. Exactly like that. And it Amazing. was Amazing. It was so strange. And then it... I, about a minute or two into it I was like I was so on board. I was quite drunk. But I was like, <laughs> Yeah yeah yes king <laughs> that's great yeah i, I, I think okay. i think it's just he just he was completely unapologetic and completely yeah. unironic okay. with it like he was just absolutely going for so it so it's like a true a true artist really right. is what you're saying yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly but i think i like <laughs> i genuinely appreciate that a lot more than if someone mm-hmm. were to go on and perform a song that i liked and could sing along to and sort of half-ass it <laughs> yeah. do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah you know, okay, the, you know, so like the weirdos who innovate are better than the the kind of cash like the people who are just there with their friends and they you know the like, people oh, who yeah, get sure, up and I'll like, just get up and do it like like laughing uh, to their friends like <laughs> isn't it? Uh, like I'm too cool to be up here like yeah just... you guys shut up stop uh, yeah <laughs> oh, okay I'll do it all right uh, no come up with me come up with me <laughs> <laughs> I'm shy I'm so shy. <laughs> yeah and then there's the people like um you know like michelle uh brazier uh, who she says she's told me that she's when she's been on tour with other singers they go to karaoke bars and they just like smash it like they just they're just so good right and it and it, you know like they just take over the whole bar and like the bar loves them because the people who work there are listening to the most god-awful stuff forever right. yeah you know every day day in day out and then they come in and they and i'm like I want to get an invite to the. Um, not that I could, I could fly with that crew, but I would give it a red hot go. Like, yeah, yeah, I want to go. I want to. I want to be in a competitive karaoke situation. Is what I'm trying right. to say. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm like, yeah. Michelle for her, for her list went for a Celine Dion song, and I was like, yeah, she's like properly going for it. Which, which again, I love that. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna go for it, just fucking go for it. Yeah. Also, um, if you can do it, you you do it. Like, hundred you know, percent. And she yeah, can do it. Absolutely. Yeah. she can do it so yeah. yeah 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 i would i would love to go to karaoke with michelle but if i was singing i would have to go before her <laughs> not <laughs> no, a chance but she's also, her 
no no joke she is also the biggest champion of anyone so you she would be she would be behind you every step of the way she'd be like screaming i don't i don't doubt it i don't doubt it but (laughs) still (laughs) yeah i know i know i know what you mean (laughs) i know what you mean (laughs) It's all coming back to me now. We're like, okay, and next up, shit. No, no, no. <laughs> Someone else go. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Okay. So you're you're up there, like pro- going for it with call me then. Oh yeah, I've I've yeah. This I love it. I love seeing this. Um. Yeah. It just sits in a really good spot in my range. Um. Right. You know, and yeah, I mean Debbie Harry, she's a legend. Um. Yeah. I just yeah it's a great song it's fast it's it it's got movement it's um got a silly little french bit halfway through mm, mm-hmm. mm, which yeah. i have to um try not to be embarrassed by when i sing that part. yeah okay yeah back to the screen for that for that particular yeah section, <laughs> yeah me. true yeah. <laughs> I think it's a good choice. Like if you're, mm-hmm. it's it's a good song to go for, and uh, it's 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 known by the crowd as well, which is always yeah. But it's not helpful. overdone. I yes. don't think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you find the sweet spot there. Yeah, thank you. Um, alrighty. Song ten then is a song that reminds you of a specific place. So your song is Five Steps Up" by Yinin Moalam and Guy Mintus. Yeah. So. Um, so really it's it's guy mintus that is the the one that i know um the okay. most because at the place is so i was um in europe with my 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 family my brother is a jazz musician and um we were we sort of were going to a jazz club in each city um that we went okay. to and um you know i i'm haven't had the same musical education that he had so when you go to a jazz club like it's a bit like uh, it's it's like yeah I'll give it a go and I I'm interested and then some of the time you kind of walk away being like I kind of feel a bit like jazz like I feel about like wine like I really can't talk about it I can't I can't I you know like I've got nothing to say yeah um really because I don't understand it um but we went to this club in Berlin and saw Guy Mintus and another artist, um, Bodek Junke, together. So Guy Mintus is the is a piano player and Bodek um, is a percussionist. And we didn't mm-hmm. know them. And it was one another one of those situations, actually, where we didn't know. And it was just by chance. And yeah. they had never played together before. and they But they had the same... They'd learnt from the same tabla instructor i think so they had like a, a shared um oh, i can't remember what it's called but there's that um indian tradition of uh be- speaking rhythms um oh, okay. what's it called i don't know i'll have to look it up but there's um basically like you learn to speak the rhythms as well as play the rhythm so if you can speak it you can play it if that makes okay. sense and okay. so they'd learned from the same per- anyway i'm going very deep dive here but they learned from the same person but they'd never played together before and then they got in a room together and they had this like two and a half hour jazz percussion you know uh improv thing that was just like one of the best musical experiences of my life one of right yeah uh and it was just yeah it was exactly 
is exactly in that place and that place is in my mind and it was this it was just so good because like usually like I started off with I walk away from these things being like well that was that was very interesting and um wow they really gave it a red hot go didn't they no and and this time it was just like something cut through and I was it really it really worked for me so this track is me trying to find that again <laughs> right okay. um there's no recordings of those two together um it was just right. like a one-off okay. one-off thing but uh the style uh, uh the kind of like the percussion and the piano kind of playing together mm-hmm. is similar to the style that was on on that night okay. yeah 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 all right i know what you mean about jazz and i think the wine analogy is actually really really good <laughs> because I think I'm the same. It's like I either like it or I don't. But yeah. I would not be able to talk to someone who knows about it about exactly. why I like it or I don't. And I probably like it or don't for the wrong reasons, according to someone <laughs> and- who knows about it. <laughs> you know the minute I, mean? I do try and express myself about yeah. why I would like it, I would also have the voice in the back of my head being like, "You don't know what you're talking about," <laughs> <laughs> you know. So there's a bit of like it's a bit, it's a bit intimidating as well, you know. I think for me, anyway. Yeah. Um, especially when you have you know my someone, my brother's so he's so learned, and he's so such a good he's such a good musician, and. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, I just try to join in, but I, I yeah, it's a different, it's a whole world. Um, yeah, mm. very, very complex. Yeah, yeah, and you, you can't just be like, yeah, but they don't really. It doesn't sound nice. They're playing yeah. in the wrong places. <laughs> it's off. Yeah, yeah. Well, once, once I think it was at another club in a different city that we went to, and you know, I, I think I managed to say like, I was like, he was like, what did you think? And I was like, oh they all seemed like really good musicians individually, but they didn't seem like they were listening to each other. And I think that was like one of the few times that I was able to maybe put my finger on something. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and he was like, yeah, I agree. And so obviously that's why it stuck in my mind because I felt good about myself. <laughs> I was like, yeah, there we Gross. go. I know, uh, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's some good It's insight. hard. It is hard to, yeah, it's so hard to talk about. It's very... I mean, like, there's so much to learn, but is is jazz very kind of closed, like to to the regular punter? Is it is that what makes it so good? Is that what good jazz like, or is that what makes it so pure and so like such a long lasting legacy? Is that it is closed mm. and it's very complex and you know, um, mm. I don't know. Yeah, it it could just be something similar to like what we've talked about already, which is like you know. It- you need to get past that place of the the initial feeling of it i don't know yeah and it it could also just be like it's something that is easier to appreciate once you understand it yes because i I feel like there's a lot of like jazz i listen to that i'm like i don't i don't get why they're playing in that way at that time Mm. and maybe if i understood the the discipline a little Mm -hmm. bit more i'd be able to appreciate the like I can obviously appreciate when they're playing like the complexity of what they're doing and like how mm. difficult it must be to perform but a lot of the time I'm just listening to jazz and I'm like I don't really I'm not having a good time yeah this is yeah how did this one go for you this is great yeah this is like this and again this is this may just be like I don't know there's a might just be a very accessible mm-hmm. wine 
um it tastes a little <laughs> bit like just... fruit juice um but um, but yeah like i enjoyed it i really enjoyed it it's um yeah it's a really nice vibe but again from a jazz perspective could not tell you the, oh yeah the, me neither the i did me neither well, I, I, I don't i don't understand it but uh, but it feels good yeah I had fun. yeah yeah and that's, the main thing. <laughs> and that's what it's all about that's exactly. why we're here <laughs> exactly all righty uh song 11 then is a song that reminds you of a specific person so you've gone for caledonia by dougie mclean i have yeah this one uh reminds me of my mum. um okay. she's a she she was born in scotland but she moved out here okay. when she was two and so and her mum is scottish and yeah it's just um it's it's such a gorgeous heartfelt beautiful love song to a place and it's an expat song and it's you know it's just i i have um I feel a, a very strong connection to Scottish culture and also Irish culture because I grew up. I, I grew up as an Irish dancer. Uh, twelve okay. years of my twelve years of my life okay. doing Irish dancing, and and also because Dad's a folk musician. Like I, I just the music is just it's just seeped into my brain. Um, right. So yeah, I just I don't know. I want to be I want to be there a lot of the time, and uh, this song I think is that feeling. And I think mum probably feels that as well. So, mm. yeah. 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 There's something very romantic about the song. Yeah. Um, it's gorgeous. Let me tell you that I love you and I think about you all the time. It's just like, oh. Yeah. It's it so nice. so tender the way yeah. he sings it as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I didn't know he was an expat. That's a, like, that's a, um. You know what? Really I don't know if he is but that's just how i interpreted the meaning of the song like i'm not i'm not questioning yeah i just like I didn't yeah know. no no i know but like maybe <laughs> maybe he's not but like i feel like this the lyrics are very much about going home you know it's time i've been away and now it's time for me to go home you know back to caledonia yeah is yeah i i kind of feel like it's a love song to a country um rather than a person but i mean it could easily be you can just mm. feel it's so heartfelt you can just apply it to anyone and yeah yeah i love my mum <laughs> sorry <laughs> hot take yeah hot take do what you want time. with that yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be my headliner for for this episode Is it? <laughs> yeah that's the that's the big hot take from this episode i love my mum what are you gonna do about it um yeah i i I, this is this is a type of music that i'm really like really coming around to now and i don't know if it's an old age thing uh or or what but um but yeah that kind of folk music that kind of like just that romanticism Mm. yeah i'm just i'm really really connecting with this kind of stuff at the minute and uh that's so nice it's just it's just beautiful and it is it is that folk element of it it's just like there's a I don't know it, there's like you feel connected to something when you listen mm-hmm. to a song like this you feel like i don't know i, I know what you mean about like the, the sort of the draw to it like i don't caledonia is like north scotland so i genuinely don't know if i've been to caledonia but i'm like yeah. nostalgic for like i, I feel like yeah i want to go, go back to caledonia and i'm not even 100 percent sure if i've actually been 
but that's um, what folk music is 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 for isn't it it's it's yeah. nostalgia it's it's that i think folk music there's a lot of expat experience in folk music because of you know mm. the diaspora of of the scots and and the irish going yeah. around the world and uh, and taking their music with them and then evolving into more like local stuff as well mushing yeah. with it but yeah like it's nostalgia isn't it yeah. like that's the core feeling of, of folk uh, for me i don't know I, yeah, like, no, I agree. it's just like it, mm, yeah I, I, I really 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 love folk music um and it's nice when someone like doogie mclean does it it's contemporary and it's 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 unfussy um yeah 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 absolutely yeah uh, Hmm. Um, okay, song 12 then, a song that motivates you. So you've gone for Music for a Found Harmonium by Penguin Cafe Orchestra. Yeah, I guess we're staying on the folk theme here, aren't we? Mm. Um, yeah, you know, this song is, again, like a lit, I guess it's a bit literal of me to choose this one. But because I, to be honest, like I would usually get motivated to, to work on my music by listening to Christine the Queens. Um, okay. So I can't, I couldn't do that again. <laughs> okay, um, so this one is very much the song that I, you know the the hero in the movie at the point where they decide they need to go and act on the thing that they've been wanting to do. They're running, you know. Yep. <laughs> this yeah, is the yeah, running yeah. in yeah. the movie song, um, yes. a la Napoleon Dynamite, and uh, I don't know what else it's in, but I'm sure it's in lots of things. Okay. <laughs> you weren't expecting the volume dynamite <laughs> i wasn't yeah you said the hero in the movie running i wasn't thinking the dynamite. <laughs> you know the hero he, yeah. <laughs> um i don't remember what the scenario is is he running to like he's i know he's running back to the school i think to do the dance that wins his friend that school captain see i think yes okay possibly yeah, yeah. look it's right. not the best example but it's the one that I remember. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure this song is used in so many movies. Um, yeah. No, it's a good, it's a goodie. And Penguin Cafe Orchestra—they're very fun. Um, mm. You know, they're a bit—they're a bit silly, and I like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Good, yeah. good to have a bit of that in the mix. Mm. Um, yeah, I know what you mean, but I'm completely thrown by Napoleon Dynamite. So I think that's that's all I'll be able to focus on. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe move on um, okay so, right. <laughs> song 13 it's a song that someone introduced you to so you've gone for Juice by Lizzo yeah yeah this is um Michelle actually who oh, okay yeah she so one of my first singles that I put out was very uh, it's very very positive and very like happy and very like self-empowerment sort of vibes to it and um back then she was just like oh yeah you should listen to Lizzo and um I think you'd really like her and you know she's she's got that vibes and she's also funny and also you know it's just very catchy and I think I remember Michelle being like yeah she's gonna she's gonna get big she's gonna go far (laughs) lo and behold (laughs) Lizzo's a superstar um and she's yeah I love her she's uh definitely definitely could be in the motivating category as well i think um yeah yeah. i i I like that vibe in in music and i think lizzo's very good for that it's basically i'm I'm really really enjoying musicians now or artists that like the message of the song is basically like this is how i am just take it or leave it yeah um yeah 
and I really like that for Lizzo is basically like I love me yeah don't really care what you think but, but even it's I feel like it's moved on because there was a bit of that in the 2000s of like I'm good just the way I am and now yeah. thankfully we've progressed to a point where artists like Lizzo are like I'm the fucking best yeah so there's not <laughs> yeah, even exactly. a question there's not even a yeah. just the way I am or you know big yeah. girls are, are great too there's none of that it's not it's just like I'm, I'm the queen you know yeah. and I love that we're there because uh, what a waste of time all that like other like you know um qualifi- qualifiers and everything around yes you know difference and stuff it's just like no, she is the queen she's she's the best like she's every single thing that she does she's yeah. so strong in you know she's yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. I think that's, no, I agree. Like, there's really no, well. there's no caveats anymore. It's just like this. That's is, the word I was looking for. This yeah. is me, and I'm fucking great. And yeah, if you don't like and it, you th- and also you think no, not even if you don't like it. It's like you think I'm great. Like that's <laughs> I feel like she's. You <laughs> know what true, I mean? Yeah. Like it's like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there is a lot of that now, isn't there? It's like yeah, even, like even like people who are like um yeah, even if you you can pretend you don't like me <laughs> yeah maybe we've got that as you a do. complication yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah yeah excellent so did she just introduced you to it as like it's sort of this is a similar kind of thing as to like the messaging that you're going for or was it just i think it was at the time it was really the i've only ever done one song that was kind of with that kind of uh uh approach it, i find it very hard to write with that mindset it's not it's it's really tricky because um i guess i'm not brave enough sometimes like you have to be really brave to write a song like that like you really have yes. to be very very yeah so it and it's also kind of not necessarily the the sort of style i'm going for anyway overall but it was just this one song that was that and um yeah, yeah michelle was just like oh yeah you should check her out i think you'd really like her and then i think we were doing some i think we were doing some gardening i'd gone over to michelle's house to help her plant a garden because i'm quite i'm quite gardeny gardeny gardenery okay. that's yep. a word and michelle isn't and she was like rosie come and help me and then we planted all these plants and then her dog bruce i don't know if you've you heard about bruce but um bruce, famous yeah. famous bruce yeah. uh was going through chemo um and uh peed on all the plants we planted and because his pee was radioactive they all died <laughs> <laughs> so that was that day keep it light <laughs> <laughs> thanks bruce no it was it was very fun. it was i think like one one of them survived or one of the plants survived but it was a lovely okay. day it was such a nice day and i got yeah. to spend time with my beautiful friend and i got to i got to find lizzo and you know yeah yeah so, okay not all bad yeah absolutely i i do agree that i think it does take like it does take like an insane amount of bravery to write that kind of song because i think mm-hmm. it takes an insane amount of bravery just to write music and mm. put it out there and be like here's a song that i've written what do you think mm. like that even that for me i'm in awe of but yeah to write a song and just be, basically be like i'm the fucking best <laughs> I, yeah i i couldn't do it yeah 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 no it's yeah you're right like it's, be, i'm much uh, more like no worries if not kind of oh vibe. yeah very much so i'm like <laughs> i i i don't want to be you know there's i don't want to be like oh yeah writing songs is brave because obviously there's so much more in the world that is brave but genuinely it is it depends on the kind of person but for me like to get to a point where i was 
just fuck it. All right, I'll put some stuff out. I'll give it a go. Yeah. Was like yeah. such a journey to get to that point where, <laughs> and I I don't know if it's yeah, bravery yeah. or if it's more like getting older and just being like, oh well, let's who cares? Like a bit more like you know. Yeah, not, not too fussed yeah. about the outcome, but yeah, no, it's right. it is tricky. <laughs> well, I find it, tr- I yeah. find, I still do find it tricky, um, to put stuff out. Yeah, yeah. It's also sometimes hard to separate yourself from like if you're going for that sort of fuck the haters kind of vibe. I would find it difficult to separate myself from people who are genuinely abhorrent, <laughs> who have that same vibe, mm-hmm. like I don't know, Piers Morgan or any right wing commentary. Who, commentator who's like uh oh woke snowflakes and you know like mm-hmm. i don't care what the haters say and you're like <laughs> so sometimes haters are uh, just people with legitimate concerns yeah, yeah very <laughs> much co-opting sometimes you should listen to them <laughs> yeah very much co-opting that uh fuck the haters to to, to then oppress people Woo, great yeah <laughs> <laughs> good job yeah um <laughs> I didn't mean to say that I find it difficult to separate myself from Piers Morgan. I feel like I definitely should have put that in a better way. But, yeah. Thank you for clarifying. We'll leave it there. Put put that as your little... You can have that as your little sting of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've got a a few to choose from this kid. Um, All right. Song 14 is a song you wouldn't expect to like. So Mm. yours is Also Sprach Zarathustra by Deod... Dato. Don't ask me how to pronounce that. I have no idea. Um, that was I, that was exactly that right. was it. I got yeah, that no. exactly right. Thank, okay, yeah. thank you. Now I know. Uh, yep. Also, sprakt Zarathustra. Zarathustra. Uh, yeah, I fa- I look. I found this. Uh, I just got a stack of records from my dad, uh, old stuff, and then I, there was this one mm-hmm. that had a very inconspicuous cover i was like deodato okay whatever i'll put it on and then this came on and i was like oh oh <laughs> it's like yeah it's that space theme uh but it's yes. funky what yeah and i was like anyway i put in my list for this podcast and i was like yeah that'll be the one that i you know i found and anyway i looked it up the other day turns out it's won a grammy so I oh, okay. <laughs> Classic Not me. Bad deep cut. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I like, wow, I've really discovered something here. Um, yeah, no, it's fun. It's like uh, also because I love it because one of my favorite ever internet videos from way back was that um, orchestra fail. Did you remember orchestra fail? No. Basically, they're doing this song. But it's right. Okay. It's a big. It's what it's. It's what it says on the box. It's it's the worst. It's a bad orchestra. It's probably it's probably a school orchestra. And I can say that because okay. I have conducted school orchestras. So and I know what. Exa- okay. I know. I know how bad it can be. Um. But yeah, it's just okay. like. Bah, 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 and then it gets worse and worse as it goes on. So that's like one of my favorite videos ever. And then this is just okay. the other side of that composition it's just like oh yeah, yeah it's just it's funky <laughs> you know yeah yeah um so I'm, I'm very glad that you you did that little bit so i don't have to explain what the song is the, uh for anyone who hasn't yeah, listened to that it was, but, that yeah that was my voice trumpet yeah, yeah that was good um 
yeah <laughs> for anyone who can't see but who's just listening to the, the pod that was yeah that just, was actually me that was just yeah, that was voice. that was yeah i have to clarify um, that was my voice trumpet doing a bad trumpet so that w- i could do a good okay. one if I, but i don't want to pure talent yeah um so yeah it's it's that song but like but make it funky yeah and it and works it works so well yeah it's so fun i yeah and I this, this is not something that if you if you sent this song to me just in isolation not part of the podcast not on a list if you just sent this song to me in isolation I'd be like what is wrong with you <laughs> like, why has why is this a thing that you listen to why know, have you right? found this song I know but but it's so good and I it, it honestly I think I'll probably listen to it all the time now it's just yeah. like I genuinely like, I have this list on like when I'm dr- driving like my son to nursery and stuff like this like this a lot of the time was this i would start on this song and then like let it loop through the rest of it because i just i was just having yeah. such a good time with it yeah and i heard it's i was so i heard the, another one come up by Desaru, um a rhapsody in blue a version of Rhapsody. oh my god because i love rhapsody in blue it's like one of my favorite um compositions ever and then oh mm-hmm. it's just so i don't know i mean that's i guess that's why you win a grammy yeah um yeah 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 it yeah that's yeah, all it it's. I think it's also a good one for parties. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Put it on your party playlist. It is. Yeah. Exactly. And it's surprising, and everyone's like, "Oh, I know this, but do I know? I don't." Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It takes a lot of boxes. No, I like it. Yeah. Um. Alrighty. Song fifteen. Then is a song that you think everyone should listen to. So your song is "Dreams" by the Cranberries. Yeah. This is the this is the hardest one of them all. This is such a hard question. Mm. Does everyone does everyone who come on here say this? Like, uh, so yeah, some people have said that. Yeah, it's like it is. It, it's it's hard to narrow it down to one. I think is the thing. Yeah. Also, it's yeah. just like, what does that mean? Mm. What does that mean? Every what is it? Yeah. It could mean so many things. You know. Yeah. I really agonized over this. Um, okay. I, uh, but I chose this one because. It's just it's just so good it's just so good there's nothing, <laughs> like there's no it's also i think it's it's very cathartic this song yeah you know you put it on yeah. and you scream it around dance around your lounge room and even mm-hmm. better if you're with a couple of mates like it's just i don't know i i don't i want if there's someone out there who doesn't like this song i want to meet them because <laughs> you know it's just wait maybe yeah. it's you is it you do you not like it's not me. Okay. It's not me. All right. Um, yeah. I tell you, my my feeling is basically, um, this is a song I think is is, is it's used on a lot of pop culture, like mm-hmm. it's it's in a lot of movies and it's in a lot of TV shows. Like there's a there's a show that um we love at the moment in uh, Northern Ireland called Dairy Girls. And I love Dairy Girls. Yeah, so it's, it's it features heavily. <laughs> it's, in, it's really done really. Yeah, the soundtrack is and it, so good. It works so well um, yeah. in, in Dairy Girls, but it's it's obviously used in a lot of different stuff as well. And I think that's that's one of the big takeaways for me on um, listening to songs like this as part of the show is actually like properly listening to songs like this mm. because I was very aware of this song and that, like I I've heard it loads of times. But mm-hmm. I don't think I've really actually properly listened to the song before doing this, and I think if we if we focus on the category that way, a song you think everyone should listen to, 
yeah. this really takes the box for me because it is it is a beautiful song it is so well done it yeah. is and if you're doing anything listen to this on good headphones like mm-hmm. fuck you, you just you feel so lighter you feel lighter listening to this song mm-hmm. it is yeah it's beautiful mm-hmm. so i'm i'm a big fan Definitely oh big fan. yeah like it just uh i don't know it's it, it's so <sighs> see i'm speechless that's how good it is no I, it's so <laughs> uh i feel like dolores can sing a, you know there's obviously like there's so much hard heartache and there's so much so many layers um that yeah, you know, yeah. I, I can't i don't know anything really about i'm sure that is part of you know your lived experience and things like that and, and then and then there's the songs like the there's so much positivity and like joy and just like happiness in your own life that comes through in a lot of cranberry yeah. songs there's a, a contentment yeah. and 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 you know this is who i am kind of Yeah, to them and uh, and uh, i just think it, it it's very infectious like it you kind of you can you kind of yeah. you know you would sing this song and feel like going running outside in the rain and just being like the main character in a yeah. movie essentially just being like yeah uh, i am who i am and this is my life and i'm here right now it gives me that kind of feeling yeah yeah, yeah i get you i think hopeful is another word i would use hopeful. i think that's why i think that's why it worked very well in in dairy girls because mm. that was well that's exactly the way it was left i haven't um, watched the latest season <clears throat> it i haven't i've seen the first two seasons okay. yeah i'm very excited i i, I apologize if, if if hopeful is a spoiler um <gasps> oh no but, uh... <laughs> no i wanted oh, it I to be hope. i wanted it to be a tragedy <laughs> in the end <laughs> i was i had my fingers crossed <laughs> um yeah i don't know if it's come out here yet um <clears throat> i tried to watch the other day but it wasn't out so right okay yeah okay yeah but it's such such a good show. I really yeah. feel like that show came into its own. Like first season, I was like, oh yeah, that's good. Big and then time. second season, I was like, oh my gosh, I love these people. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm. Um, alrighty. Um, what's a, a lovely note to end on? So, <laughs> do you have anything that you want to to plug or promote while you're here? Um, I I don't have uh, any songs coming out as Rosie Jones in the imminent future, but I do have another project that I'm, I've started called Wild Conductors, which um, I'd okay. love if anyone would love to get on the socials and check out Wild Conductors, which is um, an installation art uh, project where we take uh, plants and we put them into the public and we hook up the plants so that when you touch them, they play music. Um, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, so that's that's a new venture that we're starting. So, Yeah. If you want to, if that sounds interesting to you, if you're interested in tech and and music and plants and things, check it out. Mm. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you so much. This has been really, really. Fun. And that is it for episode 27 of Mixtape and Identity. Thank you so much for listening. Please go and check out uh, Rosie's stuff wherever you can. Wild Conductors, I've been looking into, and it is crazy. Very, very cool. If you're in Australia definitely go and check it out um if not then see what they're doing on socials it's um yeah it's wild it's good stuff um also rosie didn't really talk about it an awful lot but uh check out rosie's music uh, i think she's fantastic um she's an ep out uh, last year 
um, Something for the Numb is probably my favourite song off that EP so yeah definitely go and check it out if you like this show and you want to support it then we do have a coffee link set up so you can support financially you can chuck a couple of quids for an episode that you like and there's no monthly obligation uh, otherwise then you know leave a review say nice things leave nice comments tell your friends get more people listening uh, all that support is very very much appreciated i will be back next week for episode 28 but in the meantime look after yourselves and we'll speak to them